This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. cheap. And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan, Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato, Quick Draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Joining us now via the WGK Law Guest Hotline, we got my guy Kyle Barber from Baltimore Beatdown, also writes the Monday edition late for work for Ravens.com. What's going on, Kyle? Just a beautiful day, Cordell. Yeah, it is. Victory Monday out here in Charm City as the Ravens go into the bye week at 9-3. and three. Uh, The defense, the story of the game for me, uh, just stars on all three levels. Um, one of the more harder-hitting games I can think of uh, for the Ravens who are known for their hard hits historically. But last night seemed like very a vintage style of play from that defense. Um, just how dominant did the defense look to you last night and how far can they take them, especially on days where the offense may not be able to pull their weight? A defensive performance like that, it's hard to think of them anything short of, of Super Bowl caliber. I mean, really, you saw every time they needed to stop, they came up with one. They came up with one with, you know, from Kyle Van Noy having just a little pass deflection yeah. at the line to Debbie and Clowney's strip sack when they needed a big play. It was a 19-play drive by yeah. the Chargers, and they come away with zero points because of Clowney's big play. Arthur Millette, another veteran, making a huge play, 14-16, you know, and, and, and coming up and, and pressuring uh, Herbert, you know, who's staring down Keenan Allen, who had a phenomenal game against the Ravens, he's, you know, and he's done that against everybody to his credit and to the Ravens' credit, let's be real here, but – I mean, every single time they needed a play, they kept coming up with one, and it was it was impressive because this is a, those are kinds of games that sometimes they don't make, but but they they put it together for sixty minutes against the against the Chargers. Kyle, we've been discussing. I still, you know, like when I was watching the game last night on my TV, um, I was like, "Where's the red flag?" Come on, you know, Lamar, they kept showing on TV it's a first down. They had the the official come in on TV and say, yeah, that's a first down. And then they go, I'm like, come on, what what's going on? I mean, regarding the challenges or the lack of challenges lack of. on those two first downs uh, that weren't ruled them, 
Uh, Harbaugh said in the postgame press, I heard him that they, they were having trouble with the down and distance all game. You know, that was as much of an indictment on the officiating as as a coach or a, you know a member of a team can say without being publicly critical of them. Uh, right. Explicitly, but, but Kyle, the only thing I'm about, saying you know. is is whoever Harbs's guy is up in the box gets the TV cut. They're watching the TV game too, so they're seeing the reviews. You know, so why not Harbs? You know, challenge it because they challenged the, the uh, lateral pass. I, I agree. I, I agree. I'm a I'm a person that you know I I go against the the fan base a little bit, and I, I defend Harbaugh a lot. I so try do to I. Defend him so do I. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah, you could this, on this that one. Like, yeah, this, this, like you can't. You know, he he said that they were having trouble with it. I don't doubt him because you know even you know the the broadcasters were struggling all throughout the game on down and distance on on the setup. The officiating was poor, but. That doesn't excuse the fact that you know those are two first downs that you need and that this right. offense needs. And like, like if you on a night where you're struggling to move the ball, don't sell like those are self-inflicted things that y- you and I have talked about. You know when you bring me on here and, and, and the Ravens don't let yourself beat yourself. Yeah. And those are opportunities that you know the officials got it wrong, but you know you're right or you you have a, a strong uh, belief that you're right. And those were worthy of challenges, I would say, and, you know, and everybody knew that, but you know, this was, this wasn't the best performance just in that regard. Kyle, we got to see the Ravens offense for the first time uh, for a full game, at least without Mark Andrews this year. So many questions about who was going to step up, what this offense would look like. Uh, how did you think the offense did in their first game without Mark? They did great in that first half. You saw Lamar Jackson spread the ball around. Isaiah likely got involved. Odell Beckham Jr. got involved. Rashad Bateman. I mean, I don't know what happened in that second half to move away from those guys because they were being successful in those short throws. Maybe, maybe the Chargers' defense swapped up. I, I you know, I don't, I haven't scoured through film to see what happened in the second half to take kind of those plays away. But uh, I believe it's Dean Leonard, the corner, was just getting worked. You know, it was five, <laughs> the Ravens are five for five for. I believe like 70 yards and a touchdown when they were targeting him. So the Ravens had his number, but I don't know exactly what happened there. But, uh, you know, overall, they did well. Uh, uh, but there are absolutely areas to work on, third down being one of them. The Ravens yep. had a paltry third down conversion rate. And more than anything, you know that's when Lamar Jackson is looking for Mark Andrews on those third downs, third and seven, third and eight. That's exactly where Andrews, you know, he, he and Andrews just, find conversions, moves the chains. You know, that, that's something that I think we all joke about all throughout the season on social media and when we're posting. It's like, oh, it's third and eight. It's mark time. Like that's, <laughs> and, and it wasn't able to, to be a thing in this game. And it was, it was noticeable. And, and that's going to be a work in progress. You know, I mean, it's their first full game without him, but there's lots to work on. And they got a bye week to, to scheme things up and, and set things straight for a really big gauntlet of a back half schedule. Kyle, you know, you know what, like what I liked is when they came out and the explosive people, the, the way that likely was explosive, Mitchell, Odell and Bateman and flower. I mean, they had a lot of speed on the field. That's, that's what I saw. That's what, that's what impressed me. And then Kyle back, they ran for 139 yards in the second half. Yeah, they, they had a really good running offense in the second half. They could have done even better, I would argue. I felt like they got away from the run uh, in that. You know, I said they got away from the pass 
in the second half to yep. Jack yep. and Blake well, He was six out of fourteen. But the running game could have been better. The running game could have been more utilized, and and I think for, you know they should have ran the ball more effectively in the second half, especially with Gus Edwards. I think he's always a guy that just comes on strong in the second half of games, and and that's not to discount Keaton Mitchell. Like you said, a lot of speed on that team. Vinny, they got the horses this year. Yep. You know, they have the speed, they have the depth, they have the playmakers. I mean, Rashad Bateman, every time he makes a catch, it's tough. It's with his yeah, that, hands. That slant rock was a nice catch. Contact. Great catch. Yep. I mean, Odell Beckham's still showing that he's got the hands and he's got the release. You know, anybody on a slant route against him, if you're not if you're not close and in his face, he's going to get you. And even if you are up close like that, he still has a chance to beat you. I mean, they have the talent all across the board. They're first in the AFC right now. They're the you know they're one of two teams with nine or more wins, and uh, they and they got a bye week that they you know it felt like they desperately needed. They're wore out. Yep. They've been battling all season. They've been flying all over the country and internationally. I mean, this is a team that that that's ready, but. They're allowed to get a little bit of a break first, and, and it's far superior to have a break at nine and three than, than you know eight and four, which it could have been had, had things broke up, uh, you know, a four way, or they dropped it or, or succumbed to some pressure. Kyle, great stuff, man. Really appreciate you making some time for us today. Uh, I know you'll be out at the castle for John Harbaugh, who's addressing the media today, along with some coordinators. So uh, we'll talk to you again after the bye. All right, sounds great. You all take care. All right, thanks, Kyle. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get to the whip around. A lot of things going on in the world of sports this past weekend. Some good college football, some NFL games as well. So we'll talk about all of that next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Vinny and Haiti. 
Mornings with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Sets up in the pocket. Got to go long. He's got Felton at the 10, at the 5. He got it. And he's in the end zone for the touchdown. And a man beat one-on-one once again, Robert Longerbeam. And boy, Steve, did he put that ball right where nobody could catch it except Felton. It's the whip around. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. You heard that call there. The courtesy of uh, Maryland Radio Network, the Terps, they win 42 to 24 over Rutgers. Talea throws for 361 yards, ends up setting the Big Ten passing record. So good for Talea there. Three touchdowns in the effort as well. Uh, up and down year for Maryland all year, but obviously Saturday was a was a really good offensive day uh, for those guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. And they pretty much dominated that one and it was good that they went out strong they finished strong i mean mm-hmm. they played michigan really tough the only thing is is they they the northwestern and illinois games we keep going back to those because they should have had nine wins right. and, and woulda shoulda coulda and that that's that's what we're gonna say about this season because seven and five it's kind of what they've always been Instead of like a nine and three, and the only teams you lost to was Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, and you played two or three extremely tough. So, um, in the big picture, I'd kind of say a little disa- disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's, it's got to be disappointing. You at the start of the year, you you've got locks, and he's talking about competing for championships, and not that I believe that the Terps were ready to go and win the Big Ten this year or anything like that, but you did expect. More. You, you expected yeah. more. I, I, Norm, or Norm's on the phone. But, yeah, I, I I totally expected. I thought the way it was going to go down, I, I thought they had a chance to get to nine. Mm-hmm. I thought they had a good chance Especially to get to nine. with a hot start. And, and in Illinois. In winnable them, games. Northwestern. They got Northwestern rolling. I mean, they got the – that the Northwestern, that coach may be the Big Ten coach of the year. Let's go out to the SEC. Had a dramatic ending uh, out in Auburn against Auburn and Alabama as Alabama squeaks past Auburn. Milrose stands in. Let's everybody get downfield. Still standing. He throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught. It's caught by Isaiah Bond. Touchdown, Alabama. Alabama, that call courtesy of uh, Alabama Radio Network. Alabama wins 27-24 off of a fourth and 31. I mean, you just now, can't Cornell, make that Now, you up. just got done coaching your youth team. Yeah. If, you're, if you've got a team, it's fourth and 31. How are you defending it? Because they rushed two. Yeah. I'd have like six in the end zone. Pretty much. At that point, you you got, you know, it's almost like a soccer uh, kind of defense at that point. You've got your levels. You've got, like you, like you said, six in the backfield, whether it's five, four, whatever. You've got layers, and I'm I'm just making sure that everybody is accounted for down the fourth and thirty-one isn't happening. Not in a rivalry game. It's just it's not happening with the game on the line. I mean, Alabama, and I was telling you this during the break, man. They they may not be the most talented team in the nation the way that they have been in years past, right. but yep. 
Man, this is arguably one of their tougher teams, I, I feel like, just because I think their toughness makes up for maybe their talent not being there every week. But their quarterback is legit. And I think Nick Saban's doing a heck of a coaching job this year. Kind of reminds you of the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. It's not pretty. It's yeah. not always going to be pretty. They just find but, a way to win yep. at the end. Couple of other scores in the top twenty-five in college football. Oregon, they blow out Oregon State, uh, thirty-one to seven at home. Texas blows out Texas Tech, fifty-seven to seven. Missouri, they blew out Arkansas's, uh, forty-eight to fourteen. Penn State blanks Michigan State, forty-two to zero. How about Michigan and Ohio State? That was Michigan, an, I watched every down of that one. Michigan thirty to twenty-four. I know Michigan have been licking their chops to get to Ohio State all year. Obviously, so much going on off the field with uh, Coach Harbaugh out there. And Baltimore's Coach Harbaugh has had his own things to say about that situation. But Michigan's tough, man. They're, they're tough. And, and they go out there and they, they win a tough game against Ohio State. And I, I don't know what to make of Ohio State. I will say this, though. It's good to see Blake Corum still dominating the way that he is this year, especially after last year ended for him, the mm-hmm. season and the injury. And he just, you, you wonder if it's going to be the same for him, especially with the way these things go for running backs. I'm, I'm happy to see him uh, being dominant again this year. Yeah. And you know what? I, Ryan Day rubs me wrong. You know, like when he called out Lou Holtz after mm-hmm. and, and all that, he just like is cocky, arrogant yep. to me. And I, I don't, uh, I don't like him. I don't know him, but uh, I'm not crazy about him. And they could have got the ball to Marvin Harrison a lot more (laughs) because he was faster than everybody else, Mm -hmm. better than everybody else, jump higher than anybody. And the corner that they had covering him, Johnson, he got hurt and he was out. Yeah, a lot of uh, meat left on the bone for Ohio State, but they've got to live with that six-point loss to Michigan. Um, and obviously with with it being so late in the year, playoff uh, rankings are still coming out by the week, so we'll see how that affects Ohio State as the year continues to go on. Washington, they squeak past Washington State 24-21. to 21. Florida State, they pulled the comeback yeah, uh, against Florida. Florida. Yeah, it was looking good early until yep. uh, Florida State woke up. In that one, uh, Louisville, they get the win over Kentucky. LSU. No, Louisville I'm lost. sorry, Kentucky. They, yeah. they win 38-31 over number 10, uh, Louisville. Louisville picks up their second loss on the year. And oh, LSU, I, I'm a big Jaden Daniels guy. That, that's, that's my guy in the draft this year. Uh, good to see he's going to the Senior Bowl. Hopefully he can stay healthy. But another over 100-yard uh, game for him on the ground, throwing the ball all over the place, LSU. They beat up on Texas A&M. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll keep things going with, with the Ravens. They get the 20-10 to 10 victory over the Chargers. We'll look back at Vinny's keys to victory, see if the Ravens followed his keys to get the victory last night over the Chargers. That's next here on The Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient, we're moving on, and we're playing our ass off. It's NFL football game right here. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. Coming up at 11.45, we'll take a trip through the funhouse with quick draw see what the text line is talking about but right now we're talking to Vinny about his keys to victory the Ravens did get the victory but did they follow the keys all right uh, number one I had don't let Herbert run he had one for 35 otherwise he had three for 12 so no number two keep Allen contained under 70 yards I had over a hundred, but it do. It doesn't when hurt you, him. When when I watched it and I saw the stats after, I said he had that many catches. I mean, on six, 14 on sixteen targets. I mean, yeah. efficient, one hundred and six yards. But and I, I think it's the old adage of do you just try to take away everybody around him, or do you want to take him out and force somebody else to beat you? Either way, it they're just not very good offensively, and it's not very often many offenses can get a guy that can catch 14 balls over 100 yards and still not win. Well, the thing about it was his longest was 21. So they they kept it right. short and they tackled him. He didn't I don't I don't, I don't recall many yet. He averaged 7.6 per catch. It was the busiest I've seen Brandon Stevens all year, honestly. Very very busy night for him. Yeah. The next one uh Ravens receivers over 100 yaks yak yards. Past events won't tackle. I thought they tackled pretty well mm-hmm. last night. They had a couple changes in there, so no on that one. And then Lamar, over 250 passing yards. He'll have time to throw. Yeah, he didn't get that one either. No turnovers. They're a plus seven. That was the only key they made. They, that that might be might have been the most important key. Right yeah, because they were, they were a plus four. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll take that. I mean, look, the reality is the Chargers aren't a good team. Um and they showed multiple reasons as to why they're not a good team last night. We talked about the Ravens offensively being inconsistent and not being able to sustain drives the way that they'd like. I mean, the a 19-play drive that results in nothing, that that's unforgivable at that point. And Brandon Staley, who's got his own faults, I listened to him at the uh, coming out, I don't, uh, maybe it was going half into time. the halftime. And it seemed like he was almost throwing the offense under the bus well, a little bit. He was talking about how great the defense yeah, was playing. Yeah, I bet. I, I bet they are. You know, I mean, as he's fighting the media members about giving up play calling. And, and I'll acknowledge the defense played fairly decent last night. But it's not the, like the offense did anything great either. Well, the Ravens helped them out. I mean, if, if if they just get the two official calls. Right. Right. Could have had another fourteen points Could possible. Have. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of yards left on the field mm-hmm. by the Ravens. I thought. And speaking to that point, I, I was telling you this during the break. 
I'm at the point now, especially anytime the Ravens get man-to-man coverage. I mean, I don't think corners can stick with Zay Flowers in man-to-man coverage. I, I just don't. Any any breaking route that he has, he's he's going to win. I, yeah. I really believe that. I think even Bateman showing the catch radius last night. I, I just want to see a game where Bateman has more than two catches. It's, it's kind of getting crazy at this point. Well, I mean, when you look at to me, I thought Lamar had a hell of a first half. He did. You know, he was 12 out of 18 for 115, a touchdown, a 102.8 quarterback rating. Then in the second half, he was 6 out of 14 for 62 yards. So, And, and then he ended up, you know, 18 of 32 for 177 for an 82 quarterback rating. So the um, quarterback rating he had in the second half sucked. And the, the pressure did ratchet up a little bit in the second half. Khalil Mack got more yes, involved he did. Uh, in the game in the second half. The Ravens also made more of a commitment to the run game in the second rushes. half as well. So, I mean, a lot of factors in that. But I, I I just feel like for the first time in a while, the Ravens have multiple guys that if they're seeing man coverage, they, they should be licking their chops. I, I, I honestly believe that well, the they slant had the routes one, were working. And, and it seemed like this was a big play over the weekend and Saturday and Sunday. The guy in the slot, man coverage, they were running him on the go route. Mm-hmm, the fate. And, yep, and teams missed were hitting it. They the, missed the Odell. Beckham. Yeah, it, uh, but that's going to be there for them. You know, yep. we, we saw them hit on that to Flowers early in the year against B- the Bengals, and Aguilar as well uh, hit on that one. Well, um, Pittsburgh ran it. Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh against the Bengals. Too. Yeah, yeah. They, they ran a lot of plays that mm-hmm. the Ravens, you know, torch the Bengals on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think that's the next phase for this Ravens offense. And I'm, I, I, I'm with everybody else where, I, where everybody's like, this offense needs to be more consistent. They do. Um, but I think with as good as the defense is, I still believe that this offense is one of those offenses that will play – you know, when the, when the defense isn't there, I think that the offense is good enough to kind of step their game up in those instances. Uh-huh. But I just think on a normal basis, it's going to be the defense that carries this team. And when they, they don't have their day, maybe the offense shows up. Yeah, because they, they were coming off of four straight games at 30-plus mm-hmm. points. And they, they, that should have been another 30-plus point should have game. Been. What'd you think of Ronnie Stanley's performance? Not great. I mean, but Ronnie hasn't been great all year. Um, he struggles against good good people. Yeah, you know, Matt gave him problems. Matt gave both tackles. Yes, problems, he did uh, last night. I mean, he's just he's a problem in himself. I, I got I I, I like you. I kind of uh, maybe a year or two ago, I had kind of been like, okay, Khalil Mack might be coming down a little bit, but he has turned it all the way back up this season. He he's been uh, outstanding. We got a couple of calls on hold. Let's grab. Uh, let's go to Brian and Kent Allen. Brian, you're on the fan. Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? Hey, I want to I want to touch back, and I know you guys touched on it once. I, I kind of caught it in the midstream. Um, I'm going to give you my take on the obvious first downs. Um, I saw three, three major blunders by our head coach. No excuses, no blaming it on, oh, we were confused, we were having problems. I don't even know what that means. Fix the problems. It was an obvious first down the first time. He tried to be cute and stick a quick play in there and think it will get it anyway, and it burnt us. Take the challenge. Second one, 
same exact thing. He doubled down on stupidity. And then he has the audacity, I guess, since he blew the first two, he challenges a play finally that we have no power of winning to do nothing but waste a timeout. This is on the head coach, only the head coach. And mind you, I am a hardball lover. I have defended him to the end for years. I don't know what's going on this year. This is just a, like the, the, uh, another one in a long line of mistakes where what are you thinking Hardball. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, yeah. guys. The, the the thing is, I'm if if you're the head coach, you're relying on your people from upstairs. It's it's just like you know in hockey, the same thing. You know, if a guy's offsides or a goal, you know, what do you see on the film? Because the guy upstairs, Harvest is involved in a lot of stuff that's going on during the game. All right, then he's calling up. What do you see? Because they say, all right, you know, what do you see on the video? And then, yes, no. And then that's what Harbs is going after. So Harbs is the the face, and then somebody upstairs is directing him on what to do because Harbs doesn't see it, you know, like the guy upstairs sees it on the TV or, or whatever other equipment they have up there. So is it Harbs' fault? Yes, because he's the head coach and he's the one that's making the call. But the person upstairs probably got his ass chewed a little bit because that was two missed calls. And I just got to say, I mean, and look, I, I, I'm i right there with everybody who's voicing their frustrations on Harbs not using his challenge on those first two plays and yep. then deciding to use it on a play where – I didn't like his I didn't like his reasoning for challenging that. His reasoning was basically most teams don't run that play effectively, so we thought it was a good chance to, that they didn't – Get uh, that it that it wasn't a, a backwards pass that it most likely was forward because it's tough to pull that play off. That's not a good enough reason for me to challenge that play outside of the previous two where it's more especially the ag the Aguilar one is clear. That's clear. Now let me ask you this, Cordell: Was the Lamar one was not on their bench, correct? I I don't. I, it's tough for I me to it was say. On the I think it was on bench. the other side. Norm, you remember? I I don't to yeah, be honest with you. And then the recall. Aguilar one was was that on the Ravens bench? Either way, I mean, from Harbaugh down to the refs, too. I mean, those were both obvious spots. Yeah. Yeah. The Aguilar one was egregious. Mm-hmm. That, 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 one, that one was egregious. I mean, you can so see Lamar, Lamar go one, to Because he reaches yeah, out. I mean, and the ref is right there on both of right. them. Right. And, and before they snapped it, the TV was showing the replay. So I don't get, you know, the guy upstairs. Okay, come on. But Harb said, I mean, and I, I – he didn't acknowledge the guy upstairs, but he said that they weren't playing the replay, I guess, because it would have favored the away team. And so they weren't showing the replays on the big board right, for him but, to but, see. But in, that, in your booth, right, I hear you. you have the TV one, too. If you're an away team, you, you have the TV one because they always play the reviews. So to me, that was kind of – and I guess somebody could ask Harbs today if they had the TV copy upstairs, you know, if any – any of you guys listening that are going to the press conference today, that's a good question to ask. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haiti, we'll take a trip through the fun house with Quick Draw McGraw, see what the text line is talking about following the Ravens' 20-10 win over the Chargers. That's next here on The Fan. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan.
Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this Victory Monday. Ravens went 20-10 over the Los Angeles Chargers last night on Sunday Night Football. Cordell Woodland here for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick Draw McGraw behind the glass. Speaking of Quick Draw, let's take a trip through the fun house. Quick Draw's Fun House. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start with this one here from Chris, who says, I'm not usually a fire hardball guy, but it needs to be said he's not a good game day coach this year. His challenge decisions have been garbage. His clock management also suspect at best. He's nine and three, right? I mean, good luck. That's that was my thing. Like, I'm okay with giving him his crap for what he's responsible for last night and, and from game to game. But you got to keep the whole picture into perspective. You're nine and three going into the bye week, sitting atop the conference. Right. I know what incompetent head coaching looks like. I, it's it's tough to ask for this guy's job when they have so much success right now. It's it's tough. I hear you. He's not perfect, but none of these coaches are. They all make their own mistakes. Obviously. It's going to hit closer to home when you're a fan of that team. But just keep it all in perspective. This is still a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah. I guess it's all big picture until, I mean, God forbid it happens in the playoffs. Right. And which and is then, possible. Yeah. Which is possible. But I just feel like if everybody has their – everybody's got something that they struggle with. You know, it's, it, it, that's just the way it works. No, none of these guys – Andy's not perfect either. You know, not, everybody's got something that is a bugaboo for them. How about this one here from Kenny in Ellicott City who says, Vinny, I agree with you 100%. The Ravens need to extend, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Jadavion Clowney, I'd give him a two-year extension. Yeah, I mean, he's got seven and a half sacks with five games to go. And the best part is, I'm telling you, that late buy for Van Noy and Clowney, man, you didn't realize at the beginning of the year because they weren't on the team how valuable – that it would and Odell, and Odell too. How valuable that buy is going to be for this stretch run. And I can't remember a game. I mean, they played twelve games. Clowney has been probably one of the most, if not the most, consistent player on the defense. Well, him and Roquan. You know, I mean, you know what you're getting every time because Clowney. You see 24 in the backfield all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when other teams play him, they're doubling him. He gets the chips. He's playing good against the run, and he's getting pressure on a quarterback a lot. I think we were all a little skeptical. Remember when he came here and he was kind of talking trash about the Browns and the way things went down there? We were all, okay, you know, take it with a grain of salt. You know, how good is this guy actually? And here you go. He's given a real chance. I, I just think it's it's a per- we've all talked about how much of a great fit it is for him to be here in Baltimore. How he plays like a Raven, he always yep. has, and they flirted with each other for years. And I've talked to him in the locker room about that, and and he's just like, yeah. I mean, a lot of people people have been telling me that for years that you know I I, I belong 
in Baltimore. So it, it's just good to see, I guess, what we all expected to be a good fit actually show itself. What's his to be personality there. like when you talk? He he's seems like a, a quiet guy. He's a cool dude. He's he's one of the jokesters oh, in, he the, is? in the locker room. He, everybody likes him. You know, everybody comes and talks to him. You know, he's he'll talk to the media. He'll he'll just you know have a, some cooler talk with you, just talking about whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, he's actually you know for a guy that plays so physical and. You know, so aggressive on the field. He's, he's kind of the opposite, at least when I when I talk to him in the locker room. He probably likes you, Corday. You guys got the same hairstyle. We've actually we've we talked about <laughs> we've talked about our dreads as well. Yeah. That's, that's been a topic of conversation yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> How about one more here? Texter says the refs were questionable all night from in the... every game. How about right. the Buffalo game mm-hmm. at one point, ten to one mm-hmm. penalties on Buffalo to fill. the referees suck. They do. Well, I mean, they're young. Like, a lot of these guys, you're like, where did these guys come from? Yeah, Texter goes on to say, obviously, the early calls the Ravens got away with. Yep. Uh, Chargers right tackle having a handful of uncalled false starts. No doubt. And, of course, the spots. In fairness, I mean, I think Ronnie, Ronnie got too. away with it. Yeah. I think Ronnie was getting away with it all game. It, it felt he got like called I was once. Once. And, and it felt like I was watching the Chiefs game from the start of the year where, where their left tackle is getting off uh, getting a false start it felt like every play but I it must be something that these tackles are figuring out that they could get away with I know that was a topic of conversation earlier in the year about I guess some isn't it a uh, Lane Johnson area. Lane Johnson yeah. does it a lot yeah they it's something that they found out that they could get away with because Ronnie was doing it it felt like every play he was just early it yeah. felt like at least mm-hmm Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll keep it going. We'll get you some news from the Nets. We'll get some post-game audio from John Harbaugh, see what he had to say as to why he didn't use his challenge on those first two opportunities. We'll hear from Lamar Jackson, get his thoughts on the offense, and talk to Kyle Hamilton as well. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 